Welcome to Worship in the Word. Today we're going to be talking about the woman and the alabaster box. We're turning to the Gospel of Luke, chapter 7, verse 36. And one of the Pharisees desired him that he would eat with him, and he went into the Pharisee's house and sat down to meet. And behold, a woman in the city, which was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment and stood at his feet behind him, weeping, and began to wash his feet with tears and did wipe them with the hairs of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with the anointment. Now when the Pharisee which had bidden him saw it, he spake in, within himself, saying, This man, if he were a prophet, would have known who and what manner of woman this is that toucheth him, for she is a sinner. Okay. So we have a, a Pharisee which in the Hebrew it means uh, uh, the called out ones or separated one. He, they were the, the church, they were God's church of that day. And uh, he's saying, uh, using the big word if, if he were a prophet, uh, he's, he's thinking that, that she shouldn't be touching him because... Uh, as a prophet, he was a holy vessel, and they were not supposed to be uh, touching or being touched by an unclean thing. And um, she was called a sinner. They believed the sin was the sin of prostitution. And, um, and yet she came in and, and uh, broke open this... Um, box of alabaster this this ointment uh, was very expensive very expensive uh, considered to be worth uh, approximately thirty thousand dollars so this thing was upsetting to the uh, the disciples there uh, watching it uh, for a number of reasons uh, they thought it was wasteful. Go ahead and read the next few verses. And Jesus answering said unto him, Simon, I have somewhat to say unto thee. And he saith, Master, say on. There was a certain creditor which had two debtors. The one owed 500 pence and the other 50. And when they had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave them both. 
Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him most? Simon answered and said, I suppose that he whom he forgave most, and he said unto him, Thou hast rightly judged. Okay, this is a, a, a metaphor of salvation. We're debtors to God, and when he heals us and cleanses us and and brings us into his kingdom and uh, uh, saves us from our sin, uh, he's saying that the sinner is the one that, re that recognize that uh, they need God. They're going to have a great appreciation, and the greater the sin that they've committed, there's going to be uh, a, uh, perhaps a greater appreciation. And uh, this woman uh, was very appreciative of the work of Jesus Christ. And uh, we can all be very appreciative as well. We're listening to this podcast. Uh, perhaps you're, maybe you've done some things like this uh, person did, uh, and you're ashamed of them. But there's a way that God has of, of you reconnecting with him, and that's the way of repentance. And um, Hebrew is called teshuva. But it's uh, more than just a one-time thing. It's, it's a journey. And uh, this uh, act that this woman did is an act of teshuva. She was repenting. She was crying uh, and uh, applying the, uh, the, the oil. Uh, and this was her, this was her reserve, this, this uh, alabaster box was uh, very extremely valuable, thirty thousand uh, dollars, and she was giving exponentially of everything she had, uh, everything she had saved, everything that was uh, in uh, her life, and this is what God looks for when He wants a repentance from us. He wants us to give everything that we've got to give exponentially because. He was a giver that gave exponentially on the cross. He gave of his life. He gave of his blood. Uh, he sacrificed everything for us. Okay, we're gonna uh, we're gonna turn to another gospel, the Gospel of Matthew. Uh, in fact, all of the gospels have something to say about this. Uh, this woman in the alabaster box, but we're just going to read from two of them. And uh, our focus is on the teshuva. Uh, so we're turning to Matthew chapter 26, verse 6 through 14. Let's, let's hear what Matthew has to say. Now, when Jesus was in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper. Okay. Uh, let's take a note of this. This he he was a Pharisee, and yet he was a leper. He had the disease of leprosy, which um, and yet he had 
in his midst, the one who had healed and cleansed lepers. I want you to think about that. Um, uh, he is a God that is able to cleanse us and heal us. And, uh, and yet, uh, he was judging this woman. He, he had, if he had faith in him, uh, that Jesus was the Messiah, he himself could have come in like that woman and, and pleaded for mercy and pleaded for cleansing and, and Jesus would have given it. But instead he was sitting in judgment, uh, and we can get caught up in, in that same thing, folks. Instead of judging, we need to have compassion uh, because we ourselves need the compassion. Okay, go ahead. There came unto him a woman having an alabaster box, a very precious ointment. Very precious, okay. And poured it on his head as he sat at meat. But when his disciples saw it, they had indignation, saying... Indignation. They were mad. They were mad. They were offended. Uh, seeing this uh, sinful woman coming and uh, also t touching him. And, and then the waste. They thought this was a waste. Okay, go ahead. Saying, to what purpose is this waste? What purpose is this waste? Well, For Jesus is going to tell you what the purpose is. For this ointment might have been sold for much and given to the poor. Okay. So they had a they had their own paradigm. They had their own model uh, that they thought God had to work in that way. And sometimes we can have our preconceived notion of how we think God should act. God should do this and God should do that. No, God does it his way. Uh, the Bible says that there's a way that seemeth right unto man, but the end thereof is death. So we have to, we have to come to teshuva, to repentance, in order to get a knowledge of how uh, God works. Uh, Jesus said, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. So when we repent, he begins to reveal to us the kingdom of God. And these folks, these were people of the church. These were people that some of them made their living in the church. They, uh, and, and yet they, they had an attitude. They were prideful. Oh, that's, that's horrible when pride gets in the church. We need to repent of it. Uh, we need to repent as people of faith of, of the pride trying to seek a name for ourselves, seek this, seek that. Uh, but uh, let's, let's go on. When Jesus understood it, he said unto them, Why trouble ye the woman? For she hath wrought a good work upon me. For ye have the poor always with you, but me ye have not always. Okay, so Jesus read their minds. He knew what they were thinking. He knows what you and I are thinking. Uh, he knows what we say because he said, be careful what we speak because uh, 
every word that we say, uh, it's it's either going to uh, condemn us or it's going to exonerate us. So uh, we don't need to be in the role of a judge. Uh, and he said, uh, and speaking of judging, he said, don't judge. He said, I didn't come to judge, and I don't want you to judge. But he said, you can examine, you can judge the fruit. We can look at the fruit. And, and I'll tell you what, folks, we see the fruit of this woman's life is beautiful. It's, it's, it's one of the, the greatest examples of, of repentance and crying and, oh, my God, I want to change my life. Jesus, help me, help me, help me. And uh, pleading for the grace of God and giving everything that she had. Amen. And so she was doing everything right, and they were doing everything wrong. Okay, go ahead. For in that she hath poured this ointment on my body, she did it for my burial. Okay, so folks, this was right up close to when he was going to get crucified and buried. Okay. Verily, verily I say unto you, wheresoever this gospel shall be preached in the whole world, there shall also this, that this woman hath done, be told for a memorial of her. Wow. That, this is so profound, folks, that uh, not only did she, was she being transformed, uh, it, he said that, uh, he says, I'm going to show you guys what I think about this. This is so profound, this transformation of this woman uh, from being whatever she was in the situation she was, she was being transformed into a holy woman of God. And, and they were witnessing it. And Jesus said, this is so powerful that wherever my gospel is preached, this thing that this woman did is going to be a memorial preached in tandem with the gospel. This is an example of what the gospel can do. I don't care what situation you're in. I don't care how, how low uh, life has brought you. You can be transformed into the image of God. This is the message here. It's powerful, and it's, and it's coupled up with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the messages to everyone that hears me, that, that God can, no matter what you've done, no matter uh, what happened to you, uh, the, the things that happen in life, and, and uh, maybe you've been dragged down, uh, maybe you've lost your self-respect, hey, God's going to give it all back. Amen. He's going to give it all back. He gave it all back to her. So this is what he wants preached. I'm preaching it to you right here now. It's here for everybody. It's the good news. God bless you, and thank you for being with us today. Call.